I remember years ago, matter of fact, it was so long ago, I think I was in high school, man, there was a young lady that decided that she liked me, and I didn't believe her because she was one of the more popular girls in school, and I was relatively unknown, relatively, definitely, not relatively, definitely not popular, I mean, I was just there, right? And she decided that, you know, she came up to me one day and she was telling me how handsome I was and so forth and so on. And I didn't believe her. And she was like, nah, you're going to be mine. And uh, I did not take her seriously. But over the course of the first couple of months, even the first semester of that school year, she kept on proving that she was serious about what she was talking about. She went for it. And so today, I think I want to encourage all of you to go for it. Myself podcast. Listen, I am your host, John M. Singletary Sr. Listen, man, we're getting into that holiday season, man. And uh, last couple of episodes, my co pilot has definitely been letting it be known that he is here. <laughs> and I love every minute of it. Even though I did share a clip a couple of weeks ago where he was frustrating me a little bit, but. Hey, man, that's part of the ebb and flow. He's the co-pilot. He gets to do that. But I've got to put that singer in there because I got my co-pilot, John M. Singletary Jr., a.k.a. LJ. That's who I do it for. And that's who I do it with. So welcome to another episode of the Help Myself Podcast, the most dangerous podcast in the land. And why is that? That's because we are taking the power and putting it back where it belongs and that is in the hands of the people. And who are the people? You are the people. All right. And as we sit here chilling, you know, I opened up with the intro talking about a memory from many years past. Of some, Man, wow. As a matter of fact, yeah. Uh, next year will be 30 years since I graduated from high school. So people that were born... After I graduated from high school, are grown and probably have children of their own. And if they don't, they're old enough to. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I shouldn't add this, but hey, it's me. Y'all know how off the cuff I can be. I'm realizing that I've actually gotten DMs and inboxes from young ladies who were actually born after I graduated from high school. That's crazy. I never thought I would be in such an in-between space in my life where I could date the daughter or the mama. <laughs> anyhow, anyhow, let's leave the foolishness alone and let's do something important. And I feel like paying bills is important. So let's get to it. The Help Myself Podcast brought to you by Q Images, run by Timothy Quisenberry. It's a world-class 
veteran-owned and operated Las Vegas-based photography company. Whether you need on-site, in-studio, or on-location photography, be prepared to receive top-notch, innovative, and high-level professionalism from Q Images. While other photographers take photos, Q Images captures memories and creates experiences. Go to qimages.smugmug.com or Instagram at Q-U-E underscore images. Also, the book Powered by Purpose, written by none other than your host, John M. Singletary Sr. Get your copy today at the HelpMyselfPodcast.com. Get your copy today. Listen, I really want to encourage you to grab a copy because it is Christmas season and Powered by Purpose would be a great stocking stuffer and it would be great to help people start off 2024 as the best version of themselves. And so let's get started, man. I want to encourage you, grab a copy for yourself, grab a copy for your friends and your family. Let's make this happen. And speaking of a new year, a new you, um, you know, I think I'm going to plug Q Images some more, man. Hey, listen, man, you know what will make you feel good to get some professionally done uh, pictures, man, and make you feel like a million dollars. Why do you think I, um, you know, take a lot of pictures, man? It, it makes me feel like I got my swag up, man. But, you know, sometimes that's just a good opportunity. Um, I'm going to tell you what, though. You ain't gonna get no discount deal. Like this ain't this ain't bargain bin or yeah, bargain bin or bargain basement pictures now. This is high quality. So but holla at my boy Q Images. Um, you know, you got the website, you got the IG. Go check them out. Um, and especially if you're in the Las Vegas area. But if you're not, my, my boy will travel, man. You know, we 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 got some stuff lined up for 2024. Listen, um, I really already consider the Help Myself podcast a high-level um, brand, but man, in 2024, uh, we're going into season number five. It's, it's time to up the ante, and that is a great transition into what I want to talk about today. Listen, uh, I opened up the story about my high school. Should I finish the story? She um she actually came for me, right? And I was very interested. Like she was, she's beautiful. She, you know, and um, everything. Um, so she just kept on saying, "Listen, you plan, but I'm gonna make you mine," you know. And um, I let one of my friends, who admittedly said he was jealous, I let him sabotage the situation. So I let that one fall through my fingertips, which sucks. So, um, yeah, but she did everything in her power. She made it known that she was interested in, um, you know, getting with, and I'm having a weird moment cause you know, it's a nice day and <laughs> I got my windows open. And it's these people just sitting here on the street looking into my window. I think it's weird, man, the audacity of some people, but whatever, it's the middle of the day. It's a public walkway and I have the, the blinds open. So if people want to be weird, they can be weird. Don't be weird, people. But 
I will say you need to get to it. She got she went for it and she got to it. Get to it, man. Like there are all of these excuses and these reasons why we can't do, why we can't be, why we can't have. But I'm going to tell you, there's one thing. There's so much that's on your side. But you know what's not on your side? Time. Time and opportunity aren't on your side. They are fleeting. Um, you know, when I think about time, when I think about opportunity, when I think about these things, I realize that I wasted a lot of time. And one aspect that we look at time badly in is the aspect of do-overs. You know, we, we have this idea that if we don't get to it now, we can get to it later, which is, um, I really think that's a game that's best played by youth because you can learn from those experiences and be better. But there's a lot of you that are grown. There are a lot of you that are in your careers. There are a lot of you that have families that have people depending on you. It's, it's, it's not time for you to put things off for later. Like the life that you have, if it's not the life you want, the time is now to get to it. This isn't something that you should put off until next week, next month, next year, you know, I started off this quarter. Um, so what I did was, um, and I'm saying this on the, on the, on the podcast, this is something that I have not said on social because I'm not about that. It wasn't about letting people know that I was taking a break. I just took the break because I absolutely needed it. But I started off quarter four and I was like, look, it's time. And I have been actively behind the scenes working on ways to elevate my personal brand and all of the brands that are associated with me through this quarter because I am definitely in position to start off 2024 at an advantage because I'm not starting January 1. January 1, a lot of the stuff that I'm putting my hand to is going to be in process and some of it even is going to be ready. You know what I mean? I didn't already got cooking, man. January 1, it's time to present the meal. You know, I done got stuff cooking. And one of the things you can tell is that, you know, I've changed up some of, of, of how I do business. I'm proud of the fact that even through a hiatus, the Help Myself podcast has consistently come out. Um, we need to get those numbers up. And I know being more active on my socials and reminding people and getting people back into it and teasing and advertising. We'll get the spins up, but the numbers are there. The consistency is there. Consistently, Monday morning, midnight Eastern time, or maybe that's Sunday night for some of y'all, you know, because it really is Sunday night. Since it's Eastern, everybody else, Central Mountain and um, Pacific, it comes in on Sunday night, but it's Sunday morning here in D.C. and on the Eastern time zone. The Help Myself podcast coming out, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Monday morning Mind Hack, Facebook, and on um, on LinkedIn, consistently, consistently. That Monday morning Mind Hack is so consistent, man. We four and a half years in without a miss, and I am proud of that. That means something to me, and I'm cooking. I'm getting to it. Um, you know, I'm in negotiations with different marketing, with different talent management you know i've talked about concrete roles um you know i'm in negotiations with them and more like less negotiations and more just finalizing 
And, uh, you know, I'm looking at some book marketing, do a re-release of Power by Purpose, um, and then start working on another book. Um, I've got several I've been slated to write, and I've been going back and forth, you know, should I write books, right? But I got to get to it. You know what I mean? Like, if I have these books in me, and I have these ideas, and I have these words, and these things I want to share, when is this perfect tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Um, it's perfect tomorrow. Get to it. So time and opportunity aren't on our side. Uh, another thing, you know, that we talk about is, um, and I'm going to get into controversial territory. I am not, I'm a mental health advocate, but I'm not a therapist. I'm not a social worker. I'm not a psychologist, uh, any of that, right? I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't have any degrees. I don't have any classes or any mental health advocate. But what I am adamant about is this concept of healing that during I posted a, a therapist and she was talking about how we have come up with this sensationalized idea of healing during the pandemic that, you know, and the example she used was people say, don't get into a relationship until you're healed, which is uh, idealistic because as long as you are living life and her words, as long as you're a mar in part of a marginalized community, this healing that you're seeking is never going to completely come. There's context to what she's saying. Um, she is in no way advising people to be in serious distress that they need healing from and then hop into relationships. That's not at all what she was saying. Obviously, it was a social media clip that I shared in the stories on the Help Myself podcast uh, Instagram page. Um, but it is not a situation where she's saying don't seek healing or jump into stuff ill-advised. But what she is suggesting is healing is a process. And that while we're still active in life, we are still experiencing trauma that we will continuously have to heal from. So, um, you know, when we talk about that, I think about myself as an athlete. Um, I remember running track, I had a injury in my quads and it was really hard for me to push off. I could still run, you know, but it was just to hit that extra gear and really push off hard. I did not have the ability to do that. And, you know, I wasn't able to, um, I wasn't able to qualify for like a lot of the end of the year awards because I couldn't compete in the championships because I just couldn't push off on it. But I decided as we got later in the season, I wanted to compete because I felt like if I competed, my name would be on the roll and I would be able to compete in relays at the end of the year during the championship stretch. And I was absolutely right. I did not understand it at the time, but I realized that as long as I was an athlete playing football, basketball, and track, there was always going to be injuries. Specifically, you know, with football, man, I played with a variety. I played with cracked ribs. I played with a 101-degree fever one game. You know, I played with, you know, strained ligaments in my knee. The only one that really kept me out was a bad hamstring pull 
And so I had to be a limited participant in practice, but I was still able to go for the game. They just kind of limited me. They didn't give me a lot of carries. But and what it was was I knew that because of the nature of the game, I had to continuously be on a regimen of healing, you know, getting sleep and getting work and sitting in the ice tub and you know just all that stuff because I only had a small window to be a high school athlete. You know, I, I talk about a little bit of college, but I never actually played in any games. You know, I told y'all, I was a student worker, man. They was practicing three and four hours, man. I had to go to work, man. I didn't have a scholarship. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't know if I could handle that much variance in my schedule. I already wasn't getting good grades. You know what I'm saying? And when I look back on it, talking about 30 years removed from high school next year, there was a short amount of time that I could be an athlete. And so I chose to take advantage of opportunities and to treat healing as something that I would have to continuously do and not something where I could just pull myself out of the action and it would be continuous. And I use that example because I think a lot of people are pulling themselves out of action. They're taking a whole break out of life. And there are real opportunities that we miss when we misapply social media concepts. Understand social media has to be written in a way to apply to as many people as possible. So all these people that post these cool things and say these quick snippets, this isn't, it doesn't have enough nuance to apply in a deep way. It has enough power to resonate over a broad scope. And I always encourage you, if something on social media speaks to your situation, dive deeper. Don't let that topical post or that snippet of you catching somebody say something be the end-all, be-all. You've got to investigate it. And I think the same way about your healing. Healing should be holistic and it should be a process where progress is measured over time. Now, obviously, there are some wounds that are so deep. And like I told y'all, there was some times where I had to sit out because I was hurt that bad. Yeah, you, you got to sit out when it's those kind of wounds. But don't be sitting around here thinking that healing is just going to be some complete thing. You take yourself out the game and you'll come back because there's too many opportunities that, that you'll miss to go get at it. And then when we're talking about time and opportunities, man, we got to talk about time, man. And Maybe I mention it too much, but I've got to mention it. I just woke up the other day and I realized my son is 18. I still remember the day he was born. And now he is 18 years old. You understand me? And 18 is a very interesting number because 18 years is how long I knew his mother before she passed. We met in Air Force Recruiting Service. Back in 2000, you know, I was working customer service and we was chit-chatting. And um, a buddy of mine was just like, hey, you know, you got to meet her. We ended up meeting in 2001 in person. And we actually started dating in 2002 and got married in 2003. And I think back, listen, do you think for a minute that I would have handled everything in our life the same way if I knew 
that in March of 2018 she'd be gone? Obviously not. If I knew I had a limited time, I would have treated a lot of things differently. But that is the reality, is that that's all that I was assigned to have with her as a part of our lives. It was 18 years. LJ got 12 years with his mom. You know, she was with him forever, but he got 12 years at this level with her. And, you know, I think about that, and I let that season how I move forward. Because I don't have forever. You know, I, th I think about how me and my mom, we had situations. And, you know, I was feeling bitter about this, this, and that. But I said, man, we're going to have to fix this and, like, not just get past it, but, like, I personally need to get to the root of what I'm feeling so I can better understand it and better understand what's going on and understand that my mom was three weeks shy of her 21st birthday when I was born. And so the task of raising me for, for, for comparison's sake, LJ was born three months prior to my 30th birthday. So I had been in school. I had been in the Air Force. I had traveled. I experienced things. Uh, we had bought a house. We, You know what I'm saying? So there was a different thing. But if I would have had LJ slightly before my 21st birthday, I hadn't accomplished pretty much anything at that point. And I think about it, that's not to say my mom hadn't accomplished anything. You know, she was married and, you know, she was grown. But I think about all the things that I wanted to get into in my 20s. And my mom was still living her life. And my dad, you know, going through whatever he went through. And, you know, when I started to look at it with more empathy and realize her position and where she's coming from with that, I started to realize, you know, time is not on my side. And that there are things that I don't understand. And we use this term narcissistic to kind of create people bad. But there's a little bit of narcissism, or maybe not even a little bit. There's a healthy amount of narcissism in all of us. And a lot of times when it comes to hurt, we tend to be narcissistic. And let me explain. Not narcissistic in a vain, selfish way, but narcissistic in we process hurt from our perspective and our perspective only. Like a lot of times, my therapist just eventually, uh, recently, I was telling her about a romantic encounter that didn't go the way that I thought it should or that I hoped it would, right? And so I'm talking about it and I'm upset and you know, all of these things that I'm just talking about, you know, I'm going through this hurt and I'm going through this heartbreak. And she says, you're making this too much about you. Like, there are so many other things going on in her life that have nothing to do with you that are probably driving this decision and don't inform how she feels about you, how you should feel about yourself, your worth or your attractiveness as a mate or any of these things. That you're just struggling with trying to process everything that is outside of your realm of understanding. And that was that narcissism because I was processing my own hurt through my own lens. And I wasn't processing it through the totality that people are going through life with 
things that they've had to deal with. And when I think about that with my mother, I said, I got to get to it. I've got to, I've got to seek this healing because I've got a limited time with my mom. You know what I mean? When I look at her, I start to see her remind me more of my grandmother who passed away in 2014. To tell you how quickly things get away from you, I remember when my grandmother was sick and they were like, we were going to do surgery. And they're like, no, she's in her late 80s, so it's, it's too risky. So she went to hospice. I got on a plane and I went to see her immediately, right? Like I got there the second day she was in hospice. And... The first day I got there, she was telling everybody that worked there, this is my grandson, he's in the military, I'm so proud of him, you know, and we were sitting down having conversations, and I was there every day that, that week, and uh, as we got towards the end of the week, she became less responsive, she wasn't able to talk, and by the time I left, you know, she wasn't talking, but, you know, she could still... And I remember the look that she was giving me. And, you know, I said, you know, I got to, I have to, you know, I had to make another trip for work. And I was like, and I'll come right back. And um, I took a trip to, a work trip to Minot, North Dakota. And I remember I couldn't get sales service for nothing out there. And while I was driving uh, the evening, I was going to meet one of the guys that worked for me. I was going to meet him and his wife for dinner that night. And on my way, man, amazingly a call from my mom got through and I knew what it was about it was roaming because I couldn't get any cell signal out there and so I answered the call and it was my mom basically letting me know that my grandmother had passed and I was thankful that I got to spend that week with her and she passed two days after I left you know and that was quick to go from we just put her in hospice to 10 days later she had passed and I was thankful that when I got the call that the woman who was so instrumental in shaping who I am and raising me and giving me, uh, you know, my identity and my confidence in this world and always looking out for me. I'm glad that I didn't say, hey, I'll get there when I can and that I understood the seriousness of the moment. And although losing loved ones sucks. I am thankful for the loss I've experienced because there is a sense of urgency to the way that I live my life because I am familiar with loss. There are those of us amongst this world that walk among you that have lost parents, that have lost close friends, that have lost loved ones, that have experienced that. And we live life differently because we, like, I think sometimes when you haven't experienced that loss, you kind of still live in this candy land and thinking, oh, there's still time. It really isn't. And so to translate all of that, you know, I, I talked about, you know, getting to it when you want things like getting to it, how time passes by, getting to it, how people you care about and opportunities won't always be here. But I do want to talk to you to get to it because those opportunities are here right now. And so I want to encourage you to get to it. That young lady in high school, she saw me. And she decided she wanted me. And she got to it. Now, obviously, it wasn't no fairy tale ending. <laughs> but that's not the point. That's not the point. I promise you, the more time you take to get after what you really want, getting to it doesn't mean that you're going to win every time. Like, like, let's stop making the basis of what we should be doing be whether we win or lose. 
sometimes you got to go after it because it's worth it to you. That it might, you know, flame out. But it's important. And it grows you in a way. Because once you realize that when you want something, you are willing to go after it and get it, it changes you. Because when you get used to wanting something and putting it off, you get to a point where you are comfortable putting off the things you want in life. And time continues to pass you by until you've gotten to a point where you are living a life that you are disappointed in because you never went to it. And you look back with regret because you didn't. I would rather deal with rejection than regret. I would rather have a life to where I'm like, I went for it. This is my cap. And here's the one thing that I can tell you about my life and yours. When I look back on the fights, the opportunities, when I look back on all the times that I've gone for it, it always worked out one way or another. Like just going for it just positions you to be around opportunities and experiences. Man, just this real quick antidote that I'm going to get out of your hair. But I remember I had been through so much in my career. I tell this story a lot, but it's important here. I've been through so much in my career in the Air Force. I got to 20 years and it was time and I could retire and I got selected uh, to come and run recruiting. And uh, I really thought about turning it down because when I had the fight in me and when I wanted it and when I was trying to show you that I was worth it, I wasn't good enough. And now all of a sudden, all of these people that you chose have run into the ground. You want me to come fix it. Now I'm good enough. But talk to my boy, Q. And he said, as crazy as this sounds, man, you got to go do it. And he said, I know that sounds crazy coming from me, don't it? But I'm glad I did it. Not so much because of that opportunity, but the way that it expanded me. Out of that opportunity was born the Help Myself podcast was born my professional speaking career, was born the Help Myself Network, coaching and consulting, successes that I could have never imagined. Um, I've made connections here in the Washington, D.C. area that I would never have made. I promise you, I wouldn't have even tried to do it on my own. I would have retired and found a job and been fine living a life that was enough. But because I expanded myself and I got to it, I was able to experience something different. Now, now don't get me wrong. <laughs> Boy, this is stressful trying to build your parachute while you're falling. But it's rewarding. I know I could always still just go back to a normal job. But I would hate to be stuck in a normal job and not have given myself a chance to impact the world in a way that was authentic to who I am. And that's all I'm saying to you is, this is the only life you get on this side. So get to it. Stop putting off for tomorrow what you need to do today. Whether that be 
taking a chance, whether that be building your brand, whether that be uh, putting yourself out there, get to it. <laughs> I said all the time, no, it's just new opportunity, man. Rejection now don't necessarily mean rejection later. Sometimes the rejection now is just a primer for success later on. But you'll never know if you don't try. Like we always talk about rejection and not being successful, but we never talk about the fact that sometimes you get to it and it happens just the way you imagine and oftentimes way better than that. So stop sleeping on yourself, man. Get out there and get after it. And listen, the reason why I would get on the mic and even say these things is because you are so important and so valuable and I truly believe in you and I don't want you to waste these opportunities that are before you. Hey, listen, I know that life has brought trial and tribulation and suffering and all of those things but you deserve to live the life of your dreams and the only way that's going to happen is if you get to it so I'm going to close out the way that I always do but I want to put some extra emphasis on it because you need to feel me on this listen I can't help myself I've got to inspire, I've got to encourage, I've got to empower. But I can't help myself by being the absolute best version of myself. And guess what? You can too. So why not we do it together? Let's get to it.